Thanks so much for joining me today. Hopefully everybody had a great weekend. I know I definitely did. Very relaxing. Uh, I'm getting closer to August, which means it's getting closer to football season. Yes, yes, I'm loving it. So in today's episode, I do want to touch on uh, first some good, actually some good news. Uh, end up, I want to congratulate Marshall, as well as Brittany, uh, for the two of them winning the monthly cash prize of $25. So, everybody, make some noise for Marshall and Brittany. Okay, now, but now, Marshall and Brittany, um, I can't say enough about the two of you all. You all definitely, uh, oh man two of my biggest supporters um you know one thing about it you all always you know providing insightful comments you all go give me some feedback on a regular about different things you all often sending things over to me but no I definitely just appreciate everything so this is my little token of appreciation uh, the two of you all definitely deserve it. And for the other people out there, uh, like I said, it's going to be my monthly cash prize of $25 that I'm giving away. Just so happened this first month, I went ahead and split it between Marshall and Brittany. I couldn't see any other way besides splitting it between the two of them. But I will be giving away another $25 at the start of September. So as of right now, Things can change, but as of right now, to become eligible, key things you need to be doing, leaving regular comments, likes, or even if it's just a simple emoji to posts or reels that I put out, as well as if you're on Twitter, uh, retweeting, liking uh, things that you see I post on it as well, as well as uh, going back to IG you know, making sure that you make it regular mentions of me on IG. Uh, and I'm sick because, of course, I'm going to see the tag if you're doing it. So now, like I said, once again, congrats. And if you didn't win it this month, like I said, it's next month you will be eligible. So, you know, don't give up just yet. Also, we're going to change the format of the show just a little bit starting today. So what we're going to do end up... I'm going to start the show off with whatever I consider is the trending social media trending topic, I should say, the fire starter. Whatever you see people in an uproar uh, about on social media, I'm going to discuss and give my take on one of those topics. And then I'm going to dive into, you know, the talking about the discussion topic that I've already obviously been doing. I got to still, you know, keep my story time. You know, I'm not going to get rid of story time just yet. I got so many good stories to tell everybody. And then, of course, to end things, we're going to end things on a positive note. So we're going to change and put the question. I'm sorry, not the question. We're going to put the quote of the week 
that's going to be last. So that's the way we're going to do things moving forward. So with that said, let's get into the social media trending topic. So the social media trending topic was well, actually it was two different ones, but one in particular I decided to talk about this week. It was one that I seen about, it was a surgery resident physician. She had worked a 13-hour shift, and she came home and cooked uh, for, I guess, her uh, boyfriend of husband. You know, and the caption basically read, you know, her, her she basically was saying that she, her husband expects dinner when she gets home. So that was back and forth debate with some people mad at her husband, you know, some people saying, you know, oh, how could he, uh, you know, she'd have worked that long and those different things. You know, some people obviously not seeing anything wrong with it. This is my take. If the person in the relationship doesn't have an issue with their partner expectations or both of them are fine with it, why should anybody else on the outside of a relationship have an issue with it? You know, I find this so often on social media, everybody is other people. You might not even heard the people who actually, uh, everybody, mostly everybody, I should say is in an uproar about say anything, but yet other people on the outside are even more mad. It seems like sometimes I feel like they care more about whatever it might be than the people who it actually impacted, which is crazy to me. That's insane. You know, as my grandma used to say, if you like it, I love it. So if the person, you know, in the relationship, people, I should say in the relationship, if they not complaining, if I don't hear them complaining, I'm not complaining. So, you know, I feel that would make everybody should kind of take that approach. I think that would make everything a lot easy, a lot easier for everybody and definitely not stress free because I'm not stressing over anything, you know, or getting in an uproar over anything that ain't really impacting me. That just, I'm sorry. You know, that's just the way I, that I am. <laughs> so remember what works for your relationship or your expectation of your partner, you know, that's not the same for everyone. You know, we don't make either one right or wrong. You know, it just, not to say that's why it's important to when you picking a partner, you know, to get someone who end up you all got the same types of beliefs and values. So, and me personally, before I jump off this uh, subject, if my wife to work thirteen hour shift, I'm not having any expectations for her to be cooking me dinner once she get home. I'm actually I would make sure I can't cook. But I'll make sure that she, we definitely have whatever she wanted to eat that night that would be there, you know, at the house uh, when she got there. But once again, everybody's different. Some other men might do have expectations and they want that home-cooked meal, which I can respect and understand that as well. So, you know, like I said, don't just be quick to dismiss someone just because they do something a little different than what you have. What works for them might not work with you. What might not work for you and vice versa. Okay, so let's move on to the topic of this week. And the topic of this week is how many guys have you slept with before? I know some people are like, huh? Yeah, when they fear first hear that. But, you know, what's your body count? Do you think this is an appropriate question for a guy to ever ask a woman? So in today's episode, I'm going to weigh in and give my opinion on this recent trend and topic. So 
I'm not sure how many people like me, but before I just do something, I like to know the purpose or the value of it. You know, I can recall early in my professional career and having some not glamorous tasks related to my job, you know, but I was perfectly fine with doing it mainly because someone had showed me the value of it. I brought that up because I asked someone, I mean, I brought that up because if I ask someone a question, they might find offensive. I always like to have a good reason, in my opinion, to tell them why I'm asking as well. You know, since I got a better chance of someone answering the question truthfully by doing that. So one of my key rules in life is not to ask something of someone else that I'm not willing to do in return for them. You know, if the roles were reversed and, you know, it, that's just one of my rules. And if something is a priority to me that I'm expecting someone else to bring to the table, then I need to be doing it as well. You know, some examples. If I want a woman that work out on a regular, I need to be doing the same. <laughs> you know? And, and, and in this case, if a woman body count with past men she slept with before is a deal breaker for me or is a huge thing to me, well, guess what? You know, he needs or I need to make sure he hasn't, you know, I need to make sure that I haven't slept with more random women than, you know, is that I'm going to say is acceptable for a woman in my opinion. In, 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 in my opinion. So these are how, this is how I think, and I think that's fair. So number two, if a guy doesn't bother to ask this before having sex the first time with a Pacific woman, I don't see the reason to be asking afterwards, since he clearly wasn't concerned about it then. Also, I'm going to go out on limb and say most guys not asking this question to any woman he has possibly randomly hooked up with before, cheated with, and when I say cheated with, knowing at the time the woman was in another relationship with someone else, or a woman he pursued to have sex with or currently pursuing only because he was told by someone else he knows how great in bed, you know, she was with, with the other friend, you know. And if, and if a guy is doing these things or willing to do these things when opportunity presents itself, because we know a lot of people do stuff when the opportunity presents itself, I, I just feel like they're being, you know, hypocrites if they're asking, you know, a woman about her body count otherwise. That's just me. I really do. Next, is this being asked because a guy is trying to say a woman isn't girlfriend or wife material to him based on how many people she has slept with before? First, I find it's funny to even ask a person. You know, if a guy just relies solely on a woman to be honest and tell him the truth on this, since some people got, what? Wait, come on, let's be honest. Some people ain't got no problem in lying, especially if it's something they don't want you to know or feel you would be able to approve they lying about. This is why I always care more about what a woman is showing me consistently through her actions during the time I met her and known her. You know, why I recommend it, why I recommend for a guy to put more stock in her consistent actions in deciding if she wife or girlfriend material, you know, over possibly what she might have done in her you know, not recent past that she isn't proud about. Also, you know, a person is capable of growing and evolving in life. You know, I like to think that I'm not the same person when I was younger. Even if it was five years ago, I don't like to think I'm the same person. Hopefully I'm not. Uh, and I would hope none of us view life the same way in our 30s that we might have in our 20s. Come on. Like I said, don't hold expectations on others that you don't hold to yourself. 
And the fourth thing on this, would a guy asking a woman about how many guys she slept with before be okay with another guy asking his sister or mom this? I'm going to go and say most wouldn't. Also, if his mom or sister have a high body count to his standards, does he feel the same about them as he does for a woman he asking this to? I'm just asking for a friend. You know, like I said, you ask these type of questions, you got to be, yeah, you got to be open to these type of responses. And last, this is just my opinion, but this is what I feel. I think the average guy asking a woman this question likely has a woman or a few putting some pressure on him about being in an exclusive relationship. So he has figured out this game to run a play. As a result, I feel no matter what a woman tells the average guy who asks this, it likely it likely just change he likely just gonna change the goalpost. You know, I say that if she says she's been with twenty guys probably, the average guy likely just gonna say that's too much. And even if she's been with just five, that would be considered too much as well. Because that's not the real issue here. You know, if, if I, I feel it's not the real issue, I should say. You know, they're just a nice smoke screen that I feel some guys have came up with just to play a little game, you know, and make a woman, you know, feel less than like, you know, I'm not deserving, like she's not deserving of being in a relationship or a girlfriend and just should be good and should just be good with playing the role that she's currently playing, even if they're just friends with benefits. That's just me. I, I like to think I do know a little something about relationships, though. So I do know how a lot of guys think and games they play. So, ladies, know your worth. And don't let guys play these type of games like that with you. So, we going to get into a story time with AD. Oh, man, I got a testimony today. So... Story time AD today is going to be about the time I asked God for a sign. And boy, did he give me one. So let's get into it. <laughs> so I transferred to the University of Alabama, rolled tight from a smaller school after about my second year there. Okay. So I got an IT degree. So I had to take some coding classes. Well, one coding class I passed at my old college, I had a second part of it I had to take at the University of Alabama when I transferred. Okay, you all stand with me so far? Okay, good. Unfortunately, I was totally behind the other kids while taking the second part of the coding class. It was like it was really it was really like they had two wheels and I just had one. So I ain't had no other choice but to drop the class that I currently was taking, which was the second part. And after, you know, after, you know, much discussion and thinking about it, I decided the best thing for me to do was just retake the first part of the class I had already passed at my first college. So I dropped the class on the last day before it would have counted towards my final grade. So I had to wait until the next semester before I could retake the first one. Okay. So the coding classes I was taking were like a lot of math classes for anybody in college who an IT major or engineering major, in that you can't take the next coding class before you can pass the one that you're currently taking. So anytime I'm having to drop or fail one of the classes, I was getting behind an additional semester from graduating. So the first part of the class, I retook the next semester, you know, that I had already had passed at my first college. 
And unfortunately for me, I ended up with a D for my final grade. So at that point, I'm like, okay. I went to my advisor and I was like, well, technically I already had got a C in this class, but I took it back over because I felt like I was so far behind the other kids. But um, she gave me some bad news that day. She told me that, unfortunately, your last grade is the grade that's gonna, that, that is the one that counts. So I'm having to retake a class that I actually got a C in uh, at my old school just because I was so far behind on the other kids on the second part of it. So at this point, you, like I said, I'm getting behind on semesters. So I had to the next semester, and, and 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 one other thing, this is the first coding class that I'm taking at 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 University of Alabama. So I'm looking at man, I got all these other coding classes I got to try to take, and I'm struggling trying to pass this first one. So basically, the next semester roll around, uh, end up my grade came down to the final, came down to it's gonna be the final. Uh, mid not the midterm it's gonna be the final grade that we're gonna have at the end of the semester my final test mid and end up i studied my butt off i mean i did i studied i studied but i remember i prayed to god because i'm like you know i had already made my decision you know i've heard people tell talk about signs so i went ahead and prayed to god because i was thinking you know maybe god is telling me this ain't for you you know, <laughs> how many times I'm having to take these classes. So I asked him for a sign, and I remember telling him, I was like, well, God, if you don't, if I don't pass this, if I don't pass this semester, this class, I'm going to take that as a sign that you saying, you know, I might need to do it, you know, go a different route. So I studied, like I said, for that final, um, for the final test. I get up in the test. I basically could have been partying that night. I literally end up that test. Oh my good, that's the worst. I studied, but it felt like I could have just been doing something else because I didn't. I had no clue. I knew I'm searching for answers, and but I never forget. It was this guy walk up in class. He was a guy. Me and him probably never even. We probably just nodded our heads to each other. We never had no type of conversation whatsoever. But I remember he came into class and he fell asleep at the start of the test and I'm like dang yeah I like well I wish I could have be that relaxed he fell asleep so I'm up in there I'm struggling and by the way we got a two and a half hours to complete this test by the way that time was on crack because when I say that time was going that time got away so I'm up in there you know at this point in time I'm still trying to figure something out we up in the test and he sleep he wakes up probably maybe this is a true story he wakes up probably an hour in the test and i'm like man so when he wakes up one of his friends i see dropped a piece of paper to him and i'm like man i wish i had somebody who uh end up i knew could have helped me out that way so the, we get down to the final 30 minutes of the test at this point and the guy gets up to leave out of the test I don't know, God must have put it on his heart because next thing you know, I didn't say nothing to the guy. I was just so happy. I was probably one of the few people that was still in the test in probably the last 15, 20 minutes. He drops the paper on my desk. He drops a paper on my desk. So, of course, I look left. I look right. 
I see the teacher doing something else. And when I opened up that paper, it was the answers. I, you know how you, I might, I might have not knew the answers, how to get the answers myself, but that test basically, it broke down what I needed to have the right answers with the piece of paper that he gave me. Long story short, hey, it was better. I felt like the answers that I saw, they were better than what I was coming up with in my head. So, of course, I went ahead and uh, utilized uh, those answers that he gave me. I get my, I get a couple weeks. I'm not sure how long it is. Maybe two weeks later or whatever, three weeks. You get your uh, final grades. I ended up with a C in the class. And that's when I was like, okay, I took this as a sign from God that this is was for me. And of course, after that uh, semester there, I actually didn't even uh, have any more issues. Well, I still had some, you know, trip trials, but I was able to pass all my other cla uh, coding classes on the first try. Uh, well, besides one more, but I'll get into that another day. But that was what I needed from God, that sign that I asked for to let me know, okay, I'm on the right path here. But he definitely, if you have a relationship with God, you know, I definitely am a big believer. If you ask him for a sign, if you're unsure about something, yeah, he'll definitely talk to he'll definitely talk to you. Or, you know, you know, like you said in this particular case, uh, a blessing in disguise. Cause it definitely was a blessing. Cause I was not passing that test unless I got help on that test. <laughs> okay. So we go end things with the quote of the week. Yeah, we got to end things on a positive note, even though that was a positive note for me. So the quote of the week, when our priorities are clear, decisions are easier to make. Mm. Let me say it one more time. When our priorities are clear, decisions are easier to make. This was a cheat code in life for me when I learned this, you know, and it's so true. You know, I want you all, if you get a chance, write out a list of your top priorities in life. And before you make any decisions, just ask yourself if what you're about to do or doing going to help you keep what's a priority, a priority in your life or help you in any way to attain it. Thus, you might not always be doing what you should be doing to get it. But a decision won't be hard to figure out. You know, a good example, I like to stay up late, you know. But if I need to be at work at 5 a.m., you know, at the job that I like and pays me well, I'm going to prioritize getting my proper rest so I can try and perform at my best while I'm at work to keep my job. It's real simple, though. Like I said, that this rule of, you know, keep making sure if what you're doing is not aligned to you getting closer to your priorities, then, you know, you got to be doing some things that, you know, related to whatever you're trying to prioritize or trying to get to, or, or definitely don't do anything that's going to jeopardize whatever your current priorities. All right, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed the show this week. You know, it definitely going to be more where that came from uh, next week. And like I said, as far as the people, as far as the monthly cash prize winners, I would definitely be reaching out to you all this week to figure out what's best and how you all want to attain that money through Zelle, Cash App, or even if we got to do Venmo. But I would be definitely be getting that out to you. Everybody, hopefully you all have a blessed night and hopefully have a great week. And I'm going to talk to you all later. Thanks so much for joining once again.